everyone, and welcome down to our live Christmas show. Um, it is episode number 24, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite an achievement in itself. Um, I suppose I should do what I normally do at this point and say hello to my good friend down in Hobart Town, Cam Blake. Oh, hang on, before I do that. Wait, but wait, there's more. I'm, I'm Brendan Waits. <laughs> hey? And my good friend down in Hobart Town, this is going to be seamless tonight, I can tell. We're just yeah. all over it. And my good friend down in Hobart Town joins us. It's Cam Blake. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Brendan. Thank you for introducing yourself and myself. Um, I think people might know who we are by now. I'm not too sure. but People watching this live show um, probably should know who we are. And I can see so? we have already had a few. We've got a few people who have joined us already. So if we you've did. joined us live, please leave a little comment just to make sure that you can hear us okay. Because we really don't know if you can hear us. Or I could be speaking right now and you can't even hear what I'm saying. But uh if you can just uh, leave a little comment to say g'day, that would be awesome. Um, what we thought we would do is put out a live show because it is December and this guy right here, me, has been absolutely flat out busy for the last yeah. couple of weeks. So that's yes. why you haven't seen us pop up in your um, live stream, in your in your uh, podcast list yeah. or anything like that or on, on our YouTube. So you, sorry, you, pretty you much keep, my fault. You keep saying you're too busy for our audience. It's incredible. Like, Surely our audience comes before making a living. Yes, absolutely. Um, you both look amazing. Thank you, Matthew Stevens. And loud and clear, thank you, Andrew Thompson. I right. appreciate that. Uh, it sounds like they're sucking up for f- some free prizes or something, doesn't it? You look <laughs> well, great. You look great yeah. and sound fantastic. Yeah. Can we have this a prize? This is how busy I've been. We haven't even thought about anything like that. But you know what? This is the beauty of a live show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, sure, got, I'm sure we will work I've got, it out. I've got some stuff I can give away throughout the show. I don't know Me how we, I don't know how we're going to give it away or what's going to qualify for someone getting some free stuff, but we'll make it work. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. I'm sure. Hi, Tanina. Um, Thanks for joining. Tanina's just uh, said hello. I was talking to her mm-hmm. on the phone the other day. She's coming down the Franklin River next year. Oh, Tanina, give it up for Tanina, everybody. Yeah, and uh, yeah. she she's not on her, on her own. There's a few others coming, but uh, okay. God, God well, help, God help them. <laughs> no it's all fine it's a safe trip you won't have any problems you're in safe yeah. hands yeah what just, could just possibly stay, go wrong just stay in the guy boat. wearing a hat that says make christmas great again <laughs> yeah. well i was going to wear this one i had this to wear oh but it see. just it kept getting like the background kept getting mixed in the background so well well you yeah. are way more festive than me my friend but uh, yeah. i'm sorry that i am not overly festive in my background you currently find me as always, in my back shed that is yeah. now full, I know you can't see it because I've put a background up, is absolutely loaded to the brim with canvas stretcher bars, canvas timber frames and frames. It is chocolate. If I didn't have these it. things in, they would literally be coming out of my ears. Yeah. That's good though. It's good that um, everyone's sort of back on track a bit and retail's going and uh, people are getting a bit of confidence about getting back out shopping. Um, we went out and did oh. a bit of Christmas shopping today and around Hobart and there was there was plenty of people around and people looking pretty happy and you know checking in and washing their hands and things like that yeah um yeah yeah now it certainly it does have a vibe that things are swinging back into some kind of normality um yeah. we we still have them have to mask up in in small retail in Victoria so right. um that's getting a bit tiresome but it is what it is we we're used to it now so and um as yeah. a good little segue speaking of retail I love your background, Cam. It's good, isn't it? It's not bad. It is, it is this good. is uh, this is our gallery. I put up some tinsel the other day. Look at that. 
Um, so this is the gallery out of Richmond that's been going pretty well. We've been getting a steady flow of people through most days, which is good. Um, Luke O'Brien and myself have been uh, manning the, the gallery on the weekends for a few hours here and there. Uh, went out there today. There was a few people coming through. I had a good chat to a few people, and that's good. It's actually just nice to talk to people in person about, no, not necessarily photography, but just Tasmania and where we've been and places that uh, people have been. There's been a lot of Tasmanians who have come in and looked at this photo and said, oh, I've never actually been there to, to Cradle Mountain. It's a bit too far for some of them. It's only three yeah. hours It's only three hours up the road. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's been good. So we're, we're enjoying it. So it's uh, it's working well at the moment. That's yeah. good, mate. That's that's awesome. Um, same thing with camera and photo. We're um, as as already mentioned, we are in the throes of Christmas time and retail. So um, you'd think like this is my ninth Christmas as owning my own business. You'd think I'd be used to it by now, but you never quite get used to it. It's uh, no. it it really goes ballistic. Regularly in December, we will do four to five times a normal month. Um, and when it's mostly little old me trying to crank that work out, um, yeah. yeah, the term uh, need, burning you, a candle at both ends comes into play. Can is there some way? I was talking about canvases that you were talking about. Well, I was talking to Luke, the other guy from the gallery, about canvases today and the, the canvas bars you're talking about. Can you pre-make yep. them throughout the year? And yep. is it and just say, oh, I've got you know fifty of this size, fifty that size ready to go. Is that what you do, or do you? Yeah, you, generally speaking, we do try and stay ahead of it and i do stockpile um yeah. but i never get the numbers right so and, yeah, okay. and and the reason you don't is because it's a trend thing because different sizes you know are hot at different times what's been really popular this year is the framed canvas so we do yeah. a canvas print and then we put a frame around that so we leave a five mil um oh, space yeah. and we put like a floating frame yeah they've really taken off this year my poor framer hi chris i know you're not watching but <laughs> hi anyway um I mean, I, I talk about burning the candle at both ends. This guy is an absolute machine. Uh, he's similar to me. He got a young family. He uh, he runs his own business and just unbelievable what he does in December. The, the yeah. amount of work he, he cranks out, and of course, there's been a few delays with um, timber supplies and the like. So yeah, so you can, you try and get a stockpile, but obviously it makes it pretty hard if uh, if you don't get it right. But yeah, at least you got yeah. some sort. You got a bit of a, a head start each year. Because it's not like it's not like I have to burn them. Like I'll yeah. still use them. Use yeah, yeah, that's all right. The, all the all the stock, but yeah, um, that's yeah true. it's always yeah. But but I have I print on demand, right? So people yeah. come in and they order their prints. So and yeah. I never know exactly what's going to come. Hopefully a lot because yeah. that's what I'm here for. Let's be honest. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we get a fair bit of work. But um, now just speaking of our live feed that we're seeing, and thanks for the comments so far. If you've got a question for us, uh, this is a predominantly landscape photography driven show. So if you've got a question for us, by all means, far away, yeah. uh, you might've gone out recently to take some photos and stuffed it all up. You might've gone out yeah. and taken an absolute cracking photo. Um, I don't think you can leave a, I don't think you can leave a photo comment, can you? I don't know. They could, um, leave, a, they could leave a link or something. They could try. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're happy to um, you know, talk, answer questions live. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. The yeah, more, no, the more questions, the more questions, the better this show will probably go because yeah. I'm on a couple of beers. I don't know how many you're, how many beers you're in, but um, I've had I've had a busy afternoon stretching canvas. But at about did you go to a pool? Uh, that got canned. Um, we got we got shuffled down because they were double booked. How do you like that? 
double booked. And I was meant to go to the beach, but that didn't happen either because I was too busy. Right. Um, so at about 5.36 o'clock, I got the barbie going and had a couple of beers with the fam. Well, yeah. I had a couple of beers. The family didn't. So your kids are drinking now. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's not far off, mate. It's, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it's scary. Ridiculous. Uh, so Matthew has asked where our favourite spot to shoot is. Well, we're going to sort of touch on a few of our favourite shots this year. Um, so stay tuned, Matthew. We'll probably yeah. hit on that yep. where, where we've been throughout the year. I actually got up this morning with my good friend Chelsea and went up Mount Wellington for a sunrise. Fantastic. And it, it was pretty boring. It was didn't happen. It didn't fire off. It was a little bit yep. overcast. Yep. So talking about, you know, where do we like to go and take photos? Well, Mount Wellington's not my favourite spot. Um, I've been up there a thousand times and only just got a few good shots that I'm happy with. So um but yeah i was up at four o'clock in the car at 4 30 up the mountain by five and yeah. it was just cloudy They're a little bit of color but it was just it just wasn't one of those cracking sunrises that you want to get up at four o'clock in the morning for yeah which is the, yeah. the beauty of it right because and i talk about this a lot in my workshops which we'll touch on as well um it's like i use the analogy of fishing right you can have all the right gear you can have all the best bait in the world you can even go to the best spot but if yeah. the fish don't turn up you don't yeah. catch anything so but yeah. If you don't go, you're certainly not going to get it. So yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's like the old, it's like the old northern Northern Territory slogan: "If you never never know, you'll never never go, or never never go, you'll never never know." Which one was That's it? If you, if you never never yeah. go, you never never know. Yeah, yeah, certainly a lot sort of cleaner than the "See you in the NT" slogan. I I love that. <laughs> I've I've got one of their hats. I should have worn it today. I wore it. Yeah. Uh, I actually wore it to my old work. For those who knew where I used to work, <laughs> on a free dress day, I wore it to work, and it was told to be taken off and put away straight away. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Anyway, um, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, if you okay, if you had one last shoot in you, yeah, and you were guaranteed of perfect conditions, yeah, oh. where would you go? Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Hmm. That's a question without notice. I reckon if I had unlimited funds, unlimited access, and it was going to be perfect and it was the last shoot I was ever going to do, I'd be in a spaceship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'd be taking a shot. I did say on Earth. Oh, you have to be. Okay, I have to be on the plane. Okay. Um, I would say then, well, yeah, that's a really tricky one. Um, yeah, it could be anywhere. So you've obviously got, you, you've got um, places on your bucket list that yep. you want to go and shoot. I mean... Yep. I'm sure there's people around that would have got Tasmania on their bucket list and yeah. my neck of the woods, the Great Ocean Road on their bucket list. So absolutely, yeah. Um, I, can, yeah I think so if you said if you said if you said where in Australia could I go and shoot? Oh, okay, that, let's narrow it that, down. That might, might, I think I'd love to go to Lord Howe Island. I still want to get to Lord Howe Island, uh, yeah. and I've never been to Uluru either. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd, I'd like to do something like Lord Howe Island or something like the Kimberleys or Uluru out the back somewhere. Um, I think I've said it before a couple of times on the show that I feel like I haven't explored my own backyard very well. And I do lots yep. of mountains and rivers and not much coastal stuff. I really need to sort of expand, which next year I'm going to try and do, but yep. getting, getting out to that sort of outback Australia, Kimberley's Northern territory, uh, just that beautiful color that we have in the, in the rocks and the sand and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, the red, the red earth. Yeah. And it doesn't, I don't know, like there's probably a few people listening that have been around there quite a few times, but it just doesn't seem like you can take a shitty photo out there. It's just, mm. if, if you're there at the right time of day, morning or afternoon, there's always, the light always seems to be, you know, nice. It's um, 
you know, it just seems to be one of those spots where you can pull out good shots all the time. So yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be I, me. yeah. I, I did a trip there um, in the late nineties and boy, do I wish I knew then what I know now. I wish yeah. I knew now what I, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was, <laughs> I was still pretty inexperienced behind the camera and, you know, I was, and film, it was all shooting film. Yeah. And, and I, and I still like, literally you can close your eyes and go snap. Like it's nuts. The compositions yeah. make themselves the, mm. the red earth and the blue sky contrast is nuts. And you can shoot during the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, yeah. Jesse says I'd want to be in a mountain ash forest somewhere. Well, that's yeah, hard to beat nice. true. Yes. Lovely. I'll tell you what, tell you what, tell you what is a cracking spot, Jesse, and you've probably been there, but um, the black spur in yes. out of, out of uh, Hillsville. Just over uh, that way. Just a, it, it is a, like it's only a you know a 10, 20k drive through that black spur forest, but it is a cracking set of shots through there. And the only thing with it is that you don't get too many spots to pull over on the side of the road and take a shot. You've got to be a little bit risky and pull over and be one of those people you know that stands in the middle of the road and <laughs> takes the takes yeah. the photo. But yeah, you like got to be that guy. Yeah, like uh, like we've you know arguably we've got some of the best forest in the world down here for photography. But every time I go through that black spur road. On, a, on the right conditions where it's a bit misty and moody, you just get, your, your jaw drops as you drive along. You're like, this place, and the big man ferns and the trees and the road, everything just works in that section. And um, my cousin lives out that way. He lives up in King Lake. Um, shout yeah. out to Dan, who probably never listens to this, but um, every time I go up there, hey, if, I can, some, if I can sometimes wiggle my way back to come back through that way, I'll go through the back roads and get there. So if you haven't been there, Jesse, get up to the Black Spur out of the Hillsville. Uh, it's a cracking spot for forests. It really, it's really nice. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, and you're right. It's it's that old thing, isn't it? Where we 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 love where we live, but we don't tend to explore our own backyard enough. And yeah, we're like we're lucky enough in to, to live in a country that's just endless in terms of photographic opportunities. Like it's a big yeah. old country. It is a big old country. Jess, Jesse just said that they live just down the road from there. Oh, there you go. There you go. Absolutely. Even easier. You've probably been there um, a thousand times then. Shout out to Mel. G'day, Mel. I can see you saying, hey, gents, there. Um, yeah. I had a chat with Mel last week. Did you? Um, did, yeah, he have, did, he have, did he have a T-shirt on at any time or any, any not, sort of special attire? He was on the blower. I didn't oh, sort right. of see him on the right. trade, but um, he right. uh, we, we got a nice print done for Mel and Mel liked Excellent. it. A couple more yeah. prints coming your way as well, Mel, just PS. Cool. Um, actually, so I wanted to talk a bit tonight about the podcast and sort of, I guess, reflect a bit on what it's meant for me personally, and I'm sure you as well can. We started this thing really because the pandemic was in its throes and, and Victoria in particular was locked down to the hilt and it was horrible. It was a real negative sort of vibe around and, and mm. Cam, uh, in, a, in a small win of opportunity, uh, Cam came up from Tasmania and we had a little beer in the backyard here and mm. a bit of a talk about what we what we would like to do to maybe change a bit of that attitude, a bit of that sort of vibe that was going on, and yeah. we hatched the plan to to launch the podcast, and we just you know what we just went ahead and did it. There, there was minimal planning, wasn't there? <laughs> very little planning, and, and I yeah. think it. I think that's and and you know we've we've, we've got two hundred twenty five subscribers. That's nothing to be sneezed at in the first that's twenty good. odd episodes. That's it, really um, good. Yeah. If nothing else, it's been. Uh, good for me because it's a new challenge um yeah. it, it, it's a different direction it's been um it's generated um some new customers for me 
Yeah, uh, perfect. From from all over Australia, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I really like that. Um, that, that 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 side of things has happened. But uh, I think overall, though, it's been good to catch up with Cam every week mm. um, because this is the most we've seen of each other in our entire lives, which yeah, is already in that because we don't actually get, we're not even in the same room together. So Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And, and I was thinking that the other day, well, actually, I was just before when you were talking about Christmas time, the best time about Christmas retail was the Camera Action Camera House Christmas party. <laughs> like the amount I had of- this very conversation with a guy last night who right. works in, in retail in Geelong. And right. uh, yeah, yeah so how for, much- so- they so, were. so for those who maybe not know the background of Brendan and I, we used to work together at Camera Action, Camera House in Elizabeth Street, Melbourne for well, it was a good few years together. I can't remember, you know, a yeah, couple, couple, couple of years. And I was there for about six years. I think you ended up being there for about the same in total. No, no, I was only there for a couple of years, but right, uh, okay. they, were, they were a couple of very good years. Yeah, um, but they used to throw the most incredible parties for Christmas. So they had all the, the Nikon reps, the Canon reps, the Olympus reps, every, all the reps used to come along. And it was almost a, a limitless... Uh, event uh it got it got really really messy but i remember that you know in you know working in that camera house in christmas was like it was like going to a you know a ufc fight every day going to that shop it was just a cage with customers and people like there was no covid rules in there it was like a dance floor at a nightclub yeah it was Uh, and you come out at the end of the day and you'd smell and you'd stink and you'd like you'd sold thousands of dollars worth of gear and you get on the train. I remember used to get on the train on the way home. Like, I'm over this job. This is killing me. But like, I've only got two more weeks to this Christmas party. If I can hold out to them, I'm good to go. And if you're unlucky, you got the morning shift after the Christmas party. And it, it, yeah. it was a very messy morning in that yeah. camera house. People sleeping upstairs who just came straight to work afterwards. But <laughs> it used to be an absolute nightmare. But I must admit yeah. that that part of retail was fun. There was that camaraderie in, in the group and... Um, you know, people getting, you know, getting together and sort of working together to sell cameras and trying to make people's Christmas happy and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's what I mean. It's great to hear that your shop's going well. And like I said, our gallery's yeah. going pretty well. And um, yeah. it's good to see people and talk to people and just have a chat about life, you know, yeah. as they pass yeah. through. Yeah, just, just going back to the, uh, the days at Camera Action, um, you know, you, you've, you've, you summed it up perfectly. It did feel like a UFC fight. <laughs> it was but crazy. One, one, the one thing that's never left me is the noise, the sound. Like because yep. yeah. you were you were yelling over the top of other salespeople. Yeah. And now I reckon that shop, if it was what, 15 meters deep, tops? Yeah, 15 by three, 15 by four meters, maybe. It wasn't Our, much. Well, no, I'd say 15 by five. Right. I reckon. But you think about that, 15 by 5, that's a tiny retail space. And how many staff do they have? At any one time, minimum 16 staff on the floor, yep. minimum. Yeah. Which were, and but quite often it would be 20 plus. Well, you, they, they had the, at the back, if you're behind the scenes, they put the call through the PA, all staff to the floor, please, all staff <laughs> to the floor. And they go from 16 to 40 staff on the floor. It was just nuts. It, it felt was, like Wall Street at times. It was it just, did. you know, it was crazy. But that was... That was when digital just took off. It was the early two thousands. Yeah, it was back. It was obviously before Amazon and before you know, internet sales were in its infancy. Yeah, we weren't battling against online pricing. You had to go to a shop. You remember those yeah. days, folks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing, I, the one thing I remember that you're talking about sounds of that shop. The one thing that always rings a bell, literally rings a bell in my head, is when the trams used to run into the people doing yeah. the illegal legal hook turns. The amount yeah. of cars that got cleaned up by the trams in Melbourne doing illegal yeah. hook turns, you hit yeah. it, ding, 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 yeah. smash. 
and everyone would be at the front of the shop and it'd be some poor bastard in a car <laughs> around the wrong way. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and we'd yeah. all be like, what part of the 11-ton tram didn't you see? Yeah, it, it, what part of it didn't you understand? It was just, it was just nuts. But yeah, it's, those, uh, were the days. those were the days. But like, like you said as well, like this show, like we put it together in three seconds and I think we spent even less time tonight putting it together. But um, yeah. yeah, like we used to work together and yeah, we played a lot of golf together. We played indoor cricket together. We, you know, our families are fairly close and things like that. So it is great to catch up with uh, a mate every week, especially in today's day and age. And it's been great to bring other people that, you know, we know and don't know into our little world as well. So for yeah, all the people sure. that are all the people that have subscribed, it's it's awesome to have you here. And like I said, made some new friends, made some new contacts, um, got some new customers. Uh, customers that come on my workshops generally get off the workshop and start listening to our podcast. And yeah, um, yeah. so um, a shout out to Michelle. I hope Michelle's feeling better. Uh, she came down the Franklin River. Uh, for those who watched the previous episode, there's a story. Ah, right. There's yes. a story okay. in there that may or may not relate to Michelle. I don't want to name names, but. Um, <laughs> helicopter have, and, and we're live <laughs> we're live can't edit that one out i'm sorry um <laughs> but michelle's a great sport i'm sure she's not sitting there shaking her head at me no, at the screen at all, so not at all good on you michelle no, um, you, you touched briefly there on your workshops and um last month i relaunched my in-store workshops and mm. geez it was good it was so good to be back teaching people photography again um yeah. my workshops are uh a lot different to what cam offers um i don't do a lot of stuff at this point out on site a lot of my stuff is based in my shop uh and we run literally like a 90 minute to two hour workshop which is like an entry-level workshop and i love it because the people who have owned a digital slr or a good high-end mirrorless camera for example um uh, but really don't know what they're doing with it yeah so i bring them into the shop and uh, we sit them down and, and, and work through the real basics. And I love it. I think I get a real kick out of teaching because I love the penny drop moment when yes. they go, aha, yeah. right, uh -huh. okay. That's, uh -huh. now, that's, been, that, that's the on switch, right, okay. That's right, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the memory card goes. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, right, yeah. That's where the, the battery Memory is. what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where does the film go yeah yeah so well, I, I actually that's a that's a joke i use in my workshops a fair bit though is um when i've done it on a few weddings as well and so the look on the bride's face it's not like oh hang on a sec guys i've just forgot to put film in the camera they're like what I'm like, <laughs> like it just, just gets in that little split second heart attack yeah and the same little life breaker. it is it's just like okay well, gotcha you weren't paying attention <laughs> uh so, well, that's, yeah. that's also about the entry ones um how no, many good so do you have to cap them at numbers in your shop or? Yeah. So at the moment, um, well, previously I was capping them at eight customers anyway per workshop. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now it's six. And yeah. to be honest, I think six works better. Yeah. Because we only have 90 minutes, two hours at any one time with yeah. six people. Um, I get to each person individually. There's a lot of sort of uh, personalized. Yeah. It's a personalized workshop really. And, and like half the room, is going to have Nikon. Half the room is going to have Canon. Yeah, maybe. Maybe <laughs> we don't. It's not sponsored Some by Canon. Got OM system cameras. <laughs> Smart people uh, have yeah, their so own system the, cameras. Absolutely. The um, but the op the basic operation of a camera, you know, yeah. a high it'd be a mirrorless or digital SLR. They're all the same. They they yeah. they're like cars. They get you from point A to point B. They just have a slightly different look and feel about them. Yeah. Um. But, you know, the physics behind actually capturing the photo doesn't change. So yeah. that's where we, you know, 
But what I was going to mention was, and a little bit of a plug for myself, is in um, come January, all my workshops will be back, which is the entry-level workshop I've just spoken of. The intermediate workshop, which is really entry-level part two. Um, and then we do our landscapes and seascapes workshop, which is basically an hour in my store. And then we head out to that spot right behind me there um, yeah. down at, uh, at Ocean Grove Beach. Well, that's where one of the spots we get to. And we try and time it to be down there for sunset. And we talk a lot about composition and that sort of stuff. So yeah. if you're uh, in Victoria, you can, I'm sure you could you know, pop on down to Ocean Grove Camera and Photo. And we can, uh, have we got a workshop for you? Hey, uh, I need to make an announcement. Ash, Ash, Ash users just joined the live chat. Wow. Royalty has entered the building, people. Yeah, I know. I've, uh, I, I, you, almost, I feel like I'm shrinking in my chair already. I feel like I'm just <laughs> shrinking in status. <laughs> if, if, you, uh, if you are a regular listener to our podcast, you will know that Ash Hughes joined us on episode 22. So just recently, a couple of episodes ago, when our good friend Cam here was uh, rafting himself down the Franklin, mm. uh, Ash stepped up to the plate and did he knock it out of the park or what? He grand slammed, he grand slammed it. He sure did. Yeah. And uh, I am very grateful for Ash because he has been sending me a bit of work as well during the That's Christmas good. period. So good. Um, got to look after your uh, look after yeah. your customers. So Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Ash. I've uh, been doing a lot of big canvas prints for Ash. That's uh, good. Ash Hughes, ashhughesphotos.com. Yes. I reckon. So, and yep. and, and yeah. while, we're, while we're there, while we're plugging people's work. Yes. How about people plug their own work in the chat? If you've got a website with your work on it, or an Instagram yep. account or a handle, whatever that means, uh, an at sign or a yeah. hashtag or whatever, chuck it in the comments so people can go follow people's work because we're all here for the same reason, which is landscape yep. photography. I know there's a few on there that I follow already. Um, so if you've got uh, a handle for Instagram or a Facebook page or website, chuck it up so others can go check your work out. And who knows, you might make more friends as well. No, it's always good. It's a big happy family, the Down South Photo Show. So it is. It is join indeed. up, connect, network, as network. we say. Um, so that's enough about um, sort of explaining why we're here and all that sort of stuff because we've already been going for like half an hour. So um, hi to everyone who's just joined the chat recently. Yep. Um, what I thought we might do uh, for the next sort of 10, 15 minutes is if Cam's got the technical know-how, <laughs> we're going to try and uh, throw some photos up on the screen. Are we? And uh, well, possibly. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, I, I just thought we, Cam and I, would talk about our three favourite um, or three three photos that we've taken through twenty twenty one that spun our wheels a wee bit um, that we liked taking, and maybe have a little bit of a chat about them, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to hear your comments about the photos as well. Um, by all means, if you think it's no good, tell us it's no good. We're pretty thick skin. Well, I know. Well, I can, can I go change my selection then? <laughs> if people are going to hang shit on us, I think I might just go change them. Um, Righto, let me see if I can. I'm going to start with yours, so people can. We'll go one for one, eh? Okay, sounds good. Um, right, so let me, let me let me see if I can. All right, uh, wish me luck if this works. Okay. Hopefully, right. if someone can let us know that they can see. Oh, I see. Bang. Can I've you see a, that? I've got a I've got a picture on my screen, but. Uh, We'll just wait a second and see this actually if this actually goes out on the live feed as well. <laughs> does it I've work definitely on, got a picture on my screen. Does it work on Hang the on. live stream? Oh, there we go. It does. It does. Good. I'll tell you what, like just, just on the side, we have come a long way. Techno, tech, I can't even say it. Technologically. Techno we have. We've gone from, from being, being absolute spazzes 
yeah. to now to now actually hosting a live show with other screens. But yeah, when we get back to my view, you'll notice I still haven't got off the four thirds aspect. Yeah, ratio, well, that, that's never going to change. All right. So, Brent, what's, what is this shot here, Brendan? Okay, so this was quite recent. Um, I talk a lot about this. I think in episode twenty-one, episode twenty, something around that, where we, I got to shoot my first aurora, and um, I was absolutely stoked to be out there shooting an aurora, literally two kilometers from my house. So this is. Um, this is the stairs at I think it's seven W. Does it stay on that sign? I can't read it big enough on my thing. I can't remember. Anyway, it's down. It's down yeah, on the beach. Eleven W. Sorry, yes, eleven W. It's on the beach here in Ocean Grove. Um, we got a spike in the aurora um, early warning thing, and people in New Zealand were saying the aurora is running hot. So, oh. um, and I think Cam, you gave me the heads up as well, and said there's yeah. going to be a nice old uh, aurora show. Yeah, and I was preparing to go out, and then I got a phone call from my mate Wes, who was down at Point Lonsdale, which is literally only two kilometers, well, two five kilometers down the beach as the crow flies. And yeah. he said, "Are you out?" And I said, "No, not yet." And he said, "What are you waiting for? This is amazing." So I yeah. bolted down to the top of the stairs here. I was hoping to get to a point where there was no other photographers, and I was lucky enough to be there on my own. Um, I like shooting on my own. And this was one of the first frames that I managed. And yeah. I love the fact that there's clouds obscuring the aurora. I think it really adds to it. Um, yeah. I just like, I don't know, I like the the, 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 the different colours in the sky. I like the way that the, obviously the 30-second exposure has made that cloud streak a bit with the wind. So yeah. um, I even like the lights on the horizon, which are going to be ships out at sea. Um, yeah. I didn't bother editing, editing those out. And what you're looking at there is... Oh, for all intent and purposes, pretty much straight out of camera. So um, maybe I probably straightened the horizon because well, it was almost impossible to see if I was straight when I was yeah, I just um, it was pitch black. I just tried to scroll through to see what the settings were. Do you remember what the settings were on this shot? It's definitely a 30-second exposure. It would yep. have been shot at probably around F11. And yep. it was shot, that was shot on a Canon. 700D, I think. I can't remember. That story was Sorry. going so well until you said Canon. I know that's bad. I should know <laughs> what gear I'm shooting on. I do have a lot of cameras. Um, that's not boasting. They're all old pieces of crap, but they work yeah. well. And they take photos like that. So yeah. Um, so the reason I chose that one was it was a real highlight of my year as far as my photography was concerned. It, it stirred something up in me to get back out there and behind the camera again after a couple of years of absolute poo. Yeah. So I yeah. I really enjoyed shooting that. So that is my first photo. Nice. Excellent. Um, all right. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, the Aurora is amazing. Like we obviously we get it down here in Tassie uh, a little bit more prominent than the rest of the mainland does. So I was out on that same night and it was a crack. It was one of the better ones we've seen down here for a long, long time. Um, so yeah, so to be able to see the Aurora from I guess the southern coast of the mainland is pretty cool. Um, as you said, your settings, like the settings are all pretty, pretty similar to what I use as well. Um, I usually shoot, um, you know, around about sort of 15 to 20 seconds. I usually have my aperture open a bit wider. So I usually around about sort of F4 or F2.8, uh, obviously a tripod and ISO around about sort of 1600. So, uh, yeah. And, and Jenny raises a great point, not shot on an iPhone. No, and the only sole reason, Jenny, that I didn't shoot that on the iPhone was because I left the mount for my iPhone in the car and it was a bit of a hike back to get it. And I was a bit bummed because I really wanted to try 
and see what the iPhone will do with an Aurora. Um, I have actually recently tested the iPhone out on a thunderstorm um, and failed miserably. <laughs> right. So maybe maybe this iPhone idea isn't all it's cracked up to be. Um, oh no, it was that would there may be another photo coming. All right, okay. Well, I'll go to my first one then. Um, I'll bring it up on the screen then. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, so this one that we've got here. Um, this is oh, a nice camera, nice. Yeah, yeah, and what really got me about this, uh, this is a place um, on the west coast of Tassie. Um, these are all called petroglyphs, uh, which are, there's actually some really ancient um, indigenous carvings and drawings on some of the rocks around this region. Um, but it's an amazing part of the coastline. But uh, a couple of things I remember about this. Uh, one, we uh, were there as a family, which um, doesn't happen too often. We don't get out as a family too often. But we went up to the West Coast and uh, we just had two or three days of these epic storms coming through, which uh, down here in Hobart, we just don't get that kind of that kind of storm action. But up there on the sort of northwest coast of Tassie, we do. Um, but we just kept having these amazing storms come through. And I remember this point, we, we went for a bit of a look at these rocks and the the, the colour in the back of the sky and the, the rain clouds and the storm clouds all coming through just really captured my attention. And obviously having those yellowy sort of mustardy rocks in the foreground helped. Um, but the other thing I had with this, I was actually testing out a camera. Um, Leica Australia actually sent me a camera to use uh, the SL2 with a 24 to 90 mil 2.8 lens. So really big, expensive kit and I was just trying it out you know in the in the midst of what I was looking to buy and um, this is one of the shots I got on there and this is actually handheld because uh, it's got the image stabilization in it um, so I was pretty impressed with that so for those who want to have a look at it uh, that was a quarter of a second handheld so it's pretty slow uh, 5.6 ISO 800 and that's that 16 mil um, sorry it was a 16 to 35 lens I had on that um, so yeah, I, I usually would set the tripod up and do that properly, but it was one of those fleeting moments which we've discussed as well a lot on the show where you can just have moments of light that disappear. And it really, this, this lasted maybe two minutes as light. Uh, and I thought, well, I'm just gonna shoot it. And ideally, if I went back, I'd probably have a tripod set up. I might, might not have the horizon as sort of, it's a little bit too centered for me for the horizon, but it was a bit of a mixture. Do I, do I get the cool rocks in there or do I get the cool clouds in there? And in the end, I sort of have to, sort of juggle it with as wide angle as I could. So, but uh, yeah, the West Coast of Tassie, that, that whole coastline's riddled with these amazing rock formations. So uh, for those who are keen, we do a Tarkheim workshop at least two or three, four times a year. Uh, so jump on board and we'll go visit these places firsthand. Two, two things I want to say about that photo. One, the color of the rocks, that's very, very cool. Mm. Um, that's pretty unique. I can't remember seeing like that much. Like quite often you'll find little pockets where you'll get lichen and stuff that'll, that'll yeah. look that sort of yellowy stuff, but a massive patch for like that. Yeah. Um, uh, sort of woven into the fabric of the rocks there because, you know, you've got mm. the uh, all those leading lines coming off left, right and centre. Yeah. That's one thing I like about it. The other thing uh, that's really interesting is, of course, it's in portrait orientation. Yeah. Now, we've had this conversation before, but for those of you who haven't heard, um, why why in this case would you choose the portrait orientation on that shot, Ken? Uh, the reason I do it in this situation is because you're using a wide-angle lens, a wide-angle lens has a certain field of view. So it's really, it's quite hard to explain online here, but it has a field of view where, you know, it might be 110 degrees or 90 degrees or whatever it might be. If you're shooting horizontal, 
the, the field of view just doesn't get as much in it as if you're shooting uh, vertical. So in this situation, with all the leading lines running out to the coast and obviously the cloud and the storm coming through, shooting uh, horizontal, shooting vertical and using that larger field of view of the, the, of the ultra-wide lens just gives more of a foreground, a bit more of an oomph, and it allows you to sort of create a lot more vanishing points with, with your wide angle. Um, the other thing that you know, we teach a lot on workshops as well is that this shot isn't the lens pointing straight out. It's pointing on about a 45-degree angle down to the ground. So what it's doing, it's sort of really opening up that field of view. So the bottom of the shot, you know, the lens is actually pointing probably more to those yellow rocks than it is out to the horizon. So it just allows you to get more in your foreground and there's a lot more foreground interest. And as you mentioned, those yellow rocks just catch your eyes straight away. So, you know, you get that inf information and there's amazing detail in the full file as well. And it'll just allows people to work their way through those rocks and and then, you know, hopefully they get out to those clouds and go, well, that's pretty cool as well. So Yeah, so there's a big difference between um, lowering your lens and tilting your lens. And what you're yes. talking about there is lens tilt. More that is lens tilt. Lower. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so if you're shooting landscape photography, very often would you have, very often should you have your camera flat dead even. It should be level, but, you know, the, the actual axis of the film plane and or the, the sensor plane and your lens if you're pointing that straight out at a 90 degree angle to the ground, you know, you don't get as much in there that the foregrounds don't bump up as much or just pop out as much. So I always try and tilt my camera. So literally, you know, you're tilting the camera forward and your lens is almost pointing down to the ground, not out. Um, so sometimes, you know, I'll do some videos and some shots and you'll see like a, a, a side on view of my camera and literally the camera is on an angle pointing down. Yeah. So it just yeah. opens that field of view up a bit more. Yeah. Um, Ash has asked you a question. I saw a place called Sarah Ann's Rocks Cam the other yep. day on the West Coast, similar yep. area to this shot. Question yeah. Mark. Hey, Ash, absolutely. Um, these rocks are probably 10, 10 kilometres, if that, down the coast. Not even that, maybe 5Ks from Sarah Ann Rocks. Uh, but Sarah Ann Rocks are a completely different makeup of rocks. They are giant. You know, we're talking, you know, three or four storey high pyramids of rock uh just absolutely incredible formations on the rock so these ones are a bit more these are only low these are only sort of knee high as you walk along them but sarah ann rocks is this whole in, entire area of about five kilometers of coastline which just looks like something off mars it just looks ridiculously crazy so um funny about this scene or funny or not funny i went back a few months after this one this was i think it was in february this year um and they had a monster tide come through somewhere in april or may and a lot of these rocks now are miles out of the water. There's all these new rocks that have been washed away and washed into the scene. So this scene looks nothing like it anymore. There's a lot more rocks in that sandy bit and a lot more patterns. But um, these, these rocks, uh, I don't generally give the, uh, the exact location away from these because they are very super sensitive. But if you Google um, these rocks on the, on the West Coast or if you really want to know where they are, let me know and I can shoot you an email or something like that but um if you get there after the bit of rain you can actually see the carvings that the indigenous have put in there you know thousands of years ago it's, it's amazing that they're just sitting there um they're sort of mostly unprotected but pretty cool at the same time nice one mate very mm. good love it right next one we'll go to the next second one of brendan's this must be an iphone this one it's got iphone written all over it <laughs> uh no that's lovely no no that's, no, uh, that's two from two with no iPhone. No, do you know what? I'm so badly organised. I can't, I, I should, hang on. I'm going to see while I'm trying to talk. You guys just soak in the, the beautiful vista you've got there. 
and I will see if I can find that image and what I shot it on. You'd think I'd remember. I can I have a, can I have a guess? Uh, sure. Sure. Um, let me think. Yeah. I kind of lost you on my screen here. Where are you? Somewhere. Uh, let me have a look. I'm going to say it's a... Can I ask if this is a composite? Uh, it is two images. Okay. All right. So well, I'm going to say one image of the waterfall. I'm going to say that's around about two seconds exposure. <laughs> Yes. Uh, at maybe F11, F16. Um, and I'm going to say the second image, which is the ferns all nice and still. I'm going to say that's more around of about 30th of a second, 40th of a second, that may be the same F8 or something like that. Yeah, so you, you're pretty close. Um, this oh, was shot on um, uh, my Sigma wide angle, so my 10 to 20 um, yeah. F3.5 lens. And you're exactly right. I, I, now the editing is awful now that I look at it, but anyway, you you if if you've got a keen eye, you'll see where the editing's pretty crappy, but that's okay. Um, I was sort of playing around. I've I've been to this spot. Uh, this is Hopeton Falls, um, mm -hmm. which is in the Otways, not too far from me. Uh, and you, as you can probably see, I was there in the middle of the day, and so there was yeah. a lot of it's. Like, I, I think they call it muffled light, where you get areas of bright and areas of shade. So it's yeah. always really tricky. But I love the effect in this photo, particularly the ferns in the foreground that are hit by the the light. Um, I really like that. And so when I was up there a few years ago and got this shot, I, uh, a bit of feedback I got about it was that you could see that the ferns were getting blown around in the wind and they were blurred. So in yeah. this case, I just literally took one shot didn't move the tripod, changed my exposure settings, banged on a uh, ND filter and did a longer exposure shot of the waterfall and then blended the two. Yeah. Now, there's some people that don't like that. Fine, whatever, that's your thing. I think it looks really cool. I like the fact that I was able to pull off a long exposure shot during the middle of the day uh, and get the photo that I kind of wanted. Um, yeah. If you've ever been to this place, it's a hidden gem. Um, yeah. you, you sort of There's a car park right at the top and you can't really see the falls there's a bit of a lookout from up there you've got to sort of crane your neck and look through the forest to see it yeah but if you take your time and head down the 222 steps to the bottom yeah um it is absolutely magnificent and every single time i've been there there's been no one else there when i arrived normally got the place to myself for quite a quite a while yeah um funny story though the first time i was there doing it i was taking photos and then a good customer of mine sandy goddard appeared right. <laughs> she was just there and of course, it was the classic. What are you doing here? It's like, well, what do you think I'm doing here? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm oh yeah, of course, that's what you're doing here. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going fishing. Well, you, you mentioned yeah. you, you mentioned the light in it, and that was the that was the one thing that actually I'm looking at it on a different screen over here. So, for people that can see me, I'm not ignoring you. Um, I actually like the light, even though, like you said, middle of the day for waterfalls is generally not when you want to go shoot waterfalls. Like, yeah. unless it's unless it's a cloudy, rainy day when you know any time's good, but. The fact that this this actually looks like an early morning shot if it's done in the middle of the day, and I think what you've done really well is that you've managed that that speckled light coming through the, the trees where it should normally be really bright and blowing out. It doesn't look like that. So um, yeah, I like. It. I reckon it's got a really nice sort of feel to it. It's almost like a. It's almost got a bit more of a, like a Queensland waterfall feel to it. Not a yeah. Not an always yeah, feel. Does. Yeah, there's so. um, there's there's uh, waterfalls up uh, in the Gold Coast hinterland around O'Reilly's, and this yeah. definitely has that feel about it. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I was really happy with it. I, I think I, as I've gotten more into it and you know more experience with it, 
I tend to be able to get better results straight out of camera without having to muck around too much with sliders in Photoshop. Um, I think my last image, which I'll, I think we might've even put up on a screen another time, but uh, of this very spot, you can tell it was just a fraction oversaturated and just, you know, went a little bit hard on the vibrancy. Yeah. That to me, looking on my screen, really reminds me of the colours that were there when I was yeah. there. So, yeah, and I think um, um, which, is, which I, is really nice. I've I've certainly found over the years as well. You know, every time you know we're all learning, we're all getting better. But I find that my time in Lightroom editing is, I reckon, for any of these shots that I show tonight, it's two minutes. And the slide, the sliders. I think if you can shoot consistently. You know, I, I consistently shoot one stop under exposing in my landscape photography just to manage the highlights. I shoot in aperture priority. I generally shoot at F16 if I'm doing big landscapes and things like that. I generally put my focus point about a third of the way into the scene. Like there's all these things that are just habit now where I turn the camera on, set it up, get the composition right, bang, 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 bang. And when you get into Lightroom, after you start doing that consistently, your editing is consistent. Like some of the adjustments, regardless if it's a waterfall, an aurora, uh, a beach shot or a mountain shot or a forest shot, the editing is always fairly similar. Like it's a little bit of a touch here, a little bit of contrast here, play around with the highlights. Like it's, I'm sort of, I feel like there's some sort of, there's some sort of, uh, you know, calculation with it or some sort of magic with it where if you shoot similar, your editing will be almost identical all the way through. And yeah. um, I get to the point now where I, I take shots and I'm, you know, I've been up the mountains this morning and, you know, I come back and, pick a few shots and within five minutes, I've got half a dozen shots that I've edited that I'm happy with and away you go. So for those guys out there that are still learning their craft, you know, the consistency of your shooting will roll into the consistency of your editing. You know, if if you're editing every shot completely different, then you're probably shooting every shot differently. So I'd, I'd advise to try and get more consistency out in the field and get it right in camera. And you'll find that your editing just gets streamlined and streamlined and keeps, keeps getting um, more streamlined as you go along. Yeah, could not agree more. So um, thanks for the nice comments from a couple of people there. Appreciate that. You and, paying, uh, you, are you paying people for these comments? It seems like you and Mel have got a bit of a bromance going on there. It, it is. It's, um, it's uh, what is it? Cash for comment. Cash for comment. All yes. right. Um, over to you, Mr. Blake. All right. I'll pick up my second one of the year. Um, so this is a spot. Um, that I've been through a couple of times. Um, Lovely, just, just, very just, moody. Just quietly, there's an, a beautiful, beautiful end of the day going on out here in Hobart. So anyone in Hobart uh, who might be watching, it's a stunning sun, sunset out here at the moment. Um, so this is up in the northeast of Tasmania, um, and these are giant myrtle trees, and they're all riddled around this um, these plains, which is on top of a hill near Mount Victoria. And... They're just majestic trees. They're just massive trees. Um, they just got so much character. And um, I went up this day with Luke O'Brien, the other man who I shared the um, the gallery behind me with, and we just had we just hit the nail on the head. We just got to hit the jackpot where it was in regards to weather. There was a bit of mist around. There's a bit of fog around. The the the, the leaves and the paddocks were all a bit damp. It was just perfect, and it just made shooting so much easier. We went up a week or two before this. And we got bright, sunny days in a forest, and that just ruined everything. But the conditions of the year where we had the fog, it sort of just allows the, the trees to sort of disappear into the background whilst not losing their appeal. But yeah, these trees are huge. Like it would take, you know, a good dozen people to wrap around arm to arm around the bottom of the base of these trees. But again, just talking, this is a horizontal shot. 
Um, again, the camera would have been tilted probably slightly down to that root system in the foreground just to really bring that into the frame. Um, and it was more of a cross section of this forest that I wanted to take a shot of. But yeah, this one, this one sticks with me because the trees are just incredible and the conditions were just perfect for what we needed. So um, we got these shots back and both Luke and I were really quite happy with what we got. Um, and that's the thing, like you can sort of tick off these places you want to go. And, um, you know, if you get the conditions lined up, you know, you, you might only have to go there once or twice to get the shot you're looking for. Yeah. Um, Matt Bissett has just said, great photos, guys. Great show. Unfortunately, I've got to go. Talk soon. Uh, thanks, Ledge. Thanks, Matt. See you, Matt. Talk um, soon. We will be putting this up. Well, it'll stay up uh, on our YouTube channel, but I'll yep. also be putting the audio up, which is going to be really weird. Anyone listening to this right now is like, I can't see the photos, dudes. But hey, you know, it yeah, is a just, photography show. and um, yeah, Use your imagination. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, how about we give them the thousand words? Yeah, <laughs> picture tells a thousand words. That's all you get. Yeah, um, you're definitely getting that. Yeah, I tell you what though, I have I have a couple of prints of this yep. sitting sitting there. How do we give away a print? What are we, how are we going to do that? How do we give away a print? Um, I'm sure we can give away a print somehow. Um, oh, yeah. How about? Anyone who is watching this now live, and it says to me that there's 18 people watching this show live at this very point in time. Yep. Um, can we can we can we somehow incorporate those 18 people in with a chance to win one of Cam's prints? I'm sure we can. I reckon we Tell can. Tell you what, leave a comment now. If you can, leave a comment now. Anyone who leaves a comment in this section, we're going to pick one of you out at random and Cam's yep. going to send you a print. So I, I want to print Cam and just put it in the comments. <laughs> And I want to print print, <laughs> and we'll, we'll yeah. randomly pick out. And if there's only one person that comments, then that person gets it. But I've got a print. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's about a 15 by 24 or 16 by 24 inch print of this, and it looks it looks smick. Um, it's yeah. unframed and unmatted, but I can roll it up and put it in the post for you tomorrow, and you'll have it by the end of the week. So it'll be very awkward if no one comments. No one has commented yet, so maybe <laughs> may, 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 maybe we'll comment now. Oh, there you go. Bang, got, Andrew. Well, Andrew. okay. Well, you're, you're winning at the moment, Andrew. Good job, Andrew. You are clubhouse leader. But a beer, yeah. Uh, we're, we, I'm coming up to Andrew. I'm coming up to Melbourne 20 seconds of the 28th. Yeah, so I'll Craig be in touch. Lift, Craig has li literally left a comment. Yeah, Craig would do that. Yeah, well, there you go. Pick me, Jenny's, pick me. Oh, there you go. In. oh, now, okay. Uh, so the, the, Andrew, you've gone from clubhouse leader to um, yeah, well, four, five. Oh, my goodness, we're uh, now they're flooding in. I want Here to print cam. Mel wants Here a beer. We go. Kev, he wants a print. Tanina's been disqualified. She's been disqualified. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. this one's, um, how, come, you know, how come I'm not on the screen? Put me back up. I've got something to show Tanina. There you go. Is she, yeah, anyway. Oh, it's my stubby holder. Um, right. Yeah, cool. Nice. All right. There's, there uh, we go. There we go. Now, well, hang on. Before you move on from that photo, um, yeah. It's it's cool. How cool is the, the 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 gigantic roots? I mean, that was obviously the thing that caught your eye immediately. But yep. the way you've got some really awesome conditions. I mean, the the mm. mist just fading into nothingness beyond the silhouettes of the trees in the background. That's uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. And and I like I I plug this to every person that um, comes on my workshops. 
at time of day and conditions, the easiest way to improve your landscape photography is just go to these places at the right time in the right conditions. You know, the weather, the, the weather forecast these days are, are generally pretty good. They'll give you a pretty good indication of what's going on. So, you know, if you next week, if you've got rain and showers and cloudy conditions, then go to your favorite waterfall. You know, that's the best time to go to a waterfall. If you've got some nice summery weather coming, then the coastal mornings, you know, sunrise on the coast or, you know, a coastal sunset, you know, that's the way to go. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Luke, Luke O'Brien and I went up here a week before and we we didn't look at the weather. Well, we did look at the weather and we thought we'll go anyway, but we knew it wasn't going to be the best conditions. We went up there, I think we took three shots and then we went to the pub pretty much. Uh, the next week we went up there and we, we knew it was going to be really good conditions and we, we were just like, you know, we, we, were, we were done within an hour. Like this is a really big area and we were done within an hour with shots we were happy with. So, um yeah, so and there's these these places riddled with these trees. We've found more, and there's it's a pretty common place to people who know know it in the northeast of, of Tassie. Um, but there's a little walking circuit you can go around these plains, and there's probably about a dozen of these trees. But they are just massive. They look like something out of Harry Potter. Um, someone with some better Photoshop skills than me, you know, if you're a bit of a creative landscape, you know, sort of shooter, you could get in there and do some really amazing creative compositions and things like that as well so did, did you did you already say what kind of trees they are they're giant mer, they're myrtle trees myrtle beach trees they're myrtle beach okay yeah, yeah okay, but cool. they're but they are massive they must be I, I think based on what we saw or read i think they'd be around about sort of six to eight hundred years old these trees shut the front door yeah and these are and the, that's funny because in tassie they're baby they're young trees uh we've got you and we've right. got hue and hue and pine on the west coast it's up to four thousand years old so wow, it's pretty cool. But that was shot uh, f11 ISO 100 three seconds because it was quite dark in there. Uh, a polarizer. This is something else that even on the Tarkon workshop just recently, uh, people keep in the forest. People keep asking, "Should I keep my polarizer on?" Hundred percent. Hell yeah, because every single bit of foliage, every bit of ground, every leaf, every bit of root, that all it's all reflecting skylight, and the, the polarizing filter will take out that sort of reflective light. And it gives you that true green sort of forestry color that uh, you don't normally get with those reflections. So I always say, keep it on until the stars come out. Uh, that's my that's my advice. So yeah, Love all right. We'll move, we'll, move on to, we'll move on to your third one. This must be the iPhone one then. Let's have a look. No. So no. <laughs> <laughs> you built it up for no. 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 I'm, I'm messing with you. None of my shots uh, were shot with my iPhone. However, in hindsight, I should have totally put one up because I did get some actually cracking shots with the iPhone. But hey, let's save that for 2022. Yeah. Um, this is far from the best photo I've ever taken. It's far from a good photo, really. But it talks to me because I shot this photo uh, at the peak of one of Victoria's lockdowns. Oh yes. When when you were still allowed to surf for exercise, the surf right. was considered surfing was considered exercise. Yep. Um, this is my beach at Ocean Grove, um, yeah. and it's one of those things where I wanted to throw this one up on the screen because I've started doing a lot more of using telephoto lenses for the landscape within the landscape thing, as you've mentioned yeah. a few times. And I had a good conversation with Ash on his podcast, yeah, our podcast that he was on a couple of weeks ago about doing this. Um, and about how zoom lenses can help you frame a shot, like with the, the trees in the foreground, that sort of stuff. Um, yes, there is a really silly seagull at the top of the photo. I did, I did see him, yes. Yeah, but 
when you look at the photo, if you have a look at the top left of this photo, you will see a big ass building. I did there. say that. It looks like a big house or that is the Bowen Heads Golf Club. All right. Now, now people who know the area would look at this and go, hang on, how can that possibly be the Bowen Heads Golf Club? And it looks like it is just there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from where I stood to where the Bowen Heads Golf Club, that is eight kilometers to that. Yeah, okay. Eight Ks away. It's amazing yeah. how the, the lens compression that you get. Yeah. So this is from the this is from the Ocean Grove lookout, if anyone is local and they know it. So yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 a long way across to 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 the uh the Bowen Heads Golf Club. Yeah. And uh yeah, and just that lens compression that it gives you. So uh and you'll also notice it almost looks monochrome. Um it was mm -hmm. just a really overcast day, it was getting late in the day. Uh this is not a monochrome shot, this was shot in color. Yeah. Um, but everything was just so flat about the image. And I don't know, there was just something about it. And I can't, to be honest, really put my finger on yeah. what I like about it. And I think it was more to do with the mood I was in rather yeah. than the actual yeah. photo itself. So, well, I think, um, um, like you said, it de definitely captures a moment in your year where, yeah. you know, people are surfing and that's the only thing they can sort of do. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, you're right. It does look monochrome, but it, it's. Yeah. So it's can just, I just make a quick, quick yeah. correction? I said eight kilometers. It's four kilometers away, Brendan. Um, yeah. I'll just have another drink. It's I four think, kilometers away, not eight. I don't know why uh, I keep saying eight. It's, well, it's eight it's, kilometers from my house, not it's, from it's eight where kilometers. I took that photo. It's eight kilometers there and back. So the light has to the the, the light has that's to what I meant. technically yeah, that's what travel I meant. eight kilometers. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> that's exactly what I meant. Um, and I, I like the fact that, and this is something again that. Um, goes across all genres of photography, especially if you're shooting long lenses. So anyone's listening, you know, we all shoot landscape, but occasionally you'll get Uncle Auntie Joe, Auntie, Uncle, you know, whoever, wanting to shoot their portrait shot or shoot their your niece's wedding or something like that. You'll get someone asking you to shoot wedding. And one of the easiest things you can do to make your photos a bit more interesting, especially with portraits photography, is actually shoot through foliage like you've done here, like sort of frame things up with foliage at a real shallow depth of field. So using like an F4 and F2.8 on the long lens, you can actually get some magical shots through foliage and, you know, get surface sharp or get the bride walking down the, 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 the aisle sharp or whatever it might be. So shooting through foliage, even in forests and things like that, you know, you could have a, a tree that's deep in the forest, use a 200 mil, but shoot it through like the, the sort of gaps in the fern and you can use the fern to sort of frame up all your, your tree. So don't ever not yeah. don't ever discount your long your longer lens in um in landscape. You should always have one in the bag because they do come in handy and they and they do create shots that are different. I know a certain um, wedding photographer based in Torquay who is getting more and more famous by the day because he's been on our podcast that uses that very technique to his advantage when shooting weddings and uh, he's got some very very cool shots doing that. We're just going to rename this next year the Down South Ash Show. The Down South Ash Hughes photo show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, that's enough. I think I think he's got enough. Yeah. All right. I think I think it's he'll have to start paying us. I think. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna yeah. have to do something. Like we're we're plugging him. <laughs> we're plugging him a lot. <laughs> we're plugging him more than we're plugging ourselves. All right, moving on. Okay, that's cool. I like the I like the seagull too. He's um his photo. It was something there. it was just something different. I, I don't know, as yeah. I say. I'm not sure why I like it, but it speaks to me. And maybe I'll go and buy it off the photographer and hang it on my wall. Yeah, you should. You yeah, should do should. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, the next shot I'm going to show, which is the last shot of mine, um, is only recent. Like, it's actually since our last podcast. 
Um, so people wouldn't have probably seen this on this podcast. So this is um, a shot, which I, I, I quite like. Um, so this is of uh, Tasman Island in the, on the Tasman Peninsula. Round which... of applause. Give it up for Cam. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> How many beers yet? Um, that's, a, that's a cracker, mate. Yeah, so um, again, I, sometimes I'm just very lucky. Um, my friend Chelsea um, had some, Ash is still waiting for his podcast, check the clear. <laughs> he waited yeah. a while. <laughs> um, so uh, I was lucky enough to get invited in a, into a chopper flight over the south uh, so over the south coast or Tasman Peninsula uh, by my good friend Chelsea, who had some fa family and friends down and had an extra seat, said, look, jump in the chopper. Uh, we were originally going to do doors off, but in the end, they gave us a bigger chopper where you could just open half the window and shoot out the window, which is just as good. Uh, and we got down there right on sunrise. So this is a sunrise shot of the Tasman Peninsula and the lighthouse. Um, and behind it, you have uh, Cape Pillar, which is part of the Three Capes walk down here, which is uh, the little narrow sort of bit uh, in the middle of the island, just behind the middle of the island, it's called the Blade. You can actually walk out to the edge of that and get a beautiful shot looking back this way. And then you've got Cape Hoy up further, popping out. Uh, but what I really loved about this shot, out of all the ones I took, um, was the cloud. The cloud is what sort of drew me into this shot. That sort of reference of the cloud above the island, it sort of marries into the island a bit. And it's just this sort of random sort of couple of clouds that are sitting there on almost a perfectly good start to the day. So, um, but yeah, it was really cool. We had this amazing chopper pilot, David, from Tasmania Air Tours. Um, and literally he was our guide he goes where do you want to go where do you want to sit where do you want the chopper how high do you want me to be how far out do you want me to be so we just said oh well, look just back it up a bit set us here so we just sat literally sat the chopper there so we could just hover there and watch what was going on uh and then turn the chopper the other way so the person on the other side could get a shot um so it was an amazing experience um but i we just had perfect conditions and we'd actually cancelled this flight or postponed this flight two or three times in that last week to get the weather right. So again, you know, this is a bit more of a, a unique situation, but getting that right in camera with the right conditions, you know, if we went up there, it was cloudy, you just don't get that kind of shot. So, you know, again, getting to the right spot at the right time of the right weather. So uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool, I like it. It's a really cool shot. Um, and guess what? I've also got a print of this as well. Do we want to give another one away? I've got, I've, I did a lot of printing last week and I've got multiple prints of stuff. And yeah. I, feel like, I feel like our dudes that listen, dudes and dudettes, Yep. So if you haven't already okay, commented. So the first person that comments, um, no, not the first, but no, we don't we don't need any more comments. It's fine. If you like this one, yeah, we'll we'll pick drop, someone at random. Anyone as well. who's anyone who's like it, we'll pick it out. Yep. Um I, I I think that's a uh, I think that's an absolute cracker, mate. That that is yep. that is a very, very good photo. Um you yeah, sure, you were you you were lucky to be up in a chopper. I get all that, but how's the <laughs> light hitting the yeah. In the cliffs and um, yeah. the, the the little cloud up above, yeah, sort of almost mirrors the peninsulas jutting out the ocean. It does, so that, yeah. That's, that's that's very very cool. Yeah, and, that, and I, I don't really look for those kind of things in photos. Like it's not something I consciously do, uh, but yeah. this one I just shot it, and on the back of the camera, I'm like oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and on my screen here, like on the print, it looks I don't know what it looks like on people's screen, but the color is actually a bit warmer and a bit more saturated on the on the color of the cliff. So it actually yeah. that does look like a really great starts of the day so so yeah we'll pick some like i said i've got my new printer i've had a few weeks now and i've just been printing off some test shots and things like that and i've got a few of these i did which i like so um so yeah we might um we might give one of these away as well to the people listening 
Uh, Jason, now, just, Jason just said he got back. I, I knew you were going to say that, but Jason has just got back from a sunset shot, and I asked him where it was. So he's been at Port Ferry. So this isn't Port Ferry, where he's been shooting his <laughs> Port Ferry. Um, yeah, but the light was perfect. Um, yeah, and I've, I don't think I've ever been up in a chopper when the sun's popped up over the over the line at the other side. It just popped up, yeah. and went, oh, and all the cliffs yeah. just lit up. Um, yeah. We but we buzzed around the other side of the island, and there, we, uh, my friend Chelsea's already been had a message from someone saying thanks for waking us up at five o'clock on whatever day it was with the chopper because we we're literally hovering around here for forty five minutes, it's just the, flying up and down the peninsula. So all these poor people trying to get to sleep in. Well, no, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that pissed yeah. him right off. Oh well, well so. that's, that's where. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you look at that shot though. Like, you know, you're not going to get a drone there. No, you're not. Um, and that's the thing. And um, like, yeah, getting into a chopper, shooting out of a chopper is a little bit more of a different experience. Um, you know, this was actually shot with a 50 mil lens, uh, so it's yep. not a wide angle. It's not a telephoto. Um, I had a polarizer on it. Uh, you really got to watch your shutter speeds in a chopper or a plane. You know, because the chopper is moving, you don't want sort of, you know, you want you want your shutter speed to be above your focal length, just so it makes sure, you know, if you're shooting at 50 mil, I'll sh I think I was shooting this at like 250th of a second. Um, yep. And you want to make sure you get the shot because, you know, you only get up there once really, so. Yeah, yeah. no, no, absolute cracker. I'm, I'm actually looking at that lighthouse and wondering why it doesn't resonate with me. Like, why haven't I seen loads more photos of that lighthouse? Because that's that's pretty spectacular. It is. A, you can actually go down to that island. Um, it is a spectacular place, but it's they have lighthouse keepers that go down there. Um, yep. But yeah, you don't um, you don't see many shots. It, usually, it's obviously just a helicopter shot. Uh, yep. You do you do see. There's a company called Pennycotts, which do yellow boat speed boat tours all along that coastline, and they actually Very come cool. they, they actually come down around the island, and you you check it from sea level. But yeah, you don't get too many shots from up in the sky. Um, you see a few, but yeah, you don't. It's not as common shots that you see down here. But yeah, it's. Um, I think I can. You can zoom in. It's a bit blurry that bloody. Yeah. When you're zooming in, but yeah, there's a couple of houses down there and uh, a few other things down oh, there. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, um, that's like actually 400. that's that's holding up pretty well even on a crappy zoom chat. So. Yeah, it's like a four hundred percentage zoom thing. Awesome. But um, yeah. So yeah, it's cool. It was a good, a good chopper. Right. Good chopper flight. It was good fun. Well, that so, was excellent. Um, I really enjoyed that. That was good talking and having a bit of a look back at the photos that we've enjoyed taking this year. Um, and we're, we're back a, with uh, we're back with our faces now, folks. Apologies. Yeah, I know. Sorry about that. I can't hide any longer behind some nice photos. No. Um, and I thought um, we're we're out well and truly over the hour mark now. So believe it or not, where is that hour mm. gone, Cam? I know. It's because that's because we can talk under wet cement with a mouthful of marbles. Um, <laughs> Interesting that Jason commented saying Port Ferry. Port Ferry is one of my all-time favourite parts of Victoria. Yeah. Um, not just for photography. It's actually a stunning part of the world just to go and to get away and get off grid. And mm. um, and uh, my wife and I and the kids will be down there for the last week of January, hopefully. Uh, nice. Rent a, rent a house down there for a week. Well, I'll, I'll, um, give, I'll, I'll give a shout out to a very dear friend of ours. Uh, you might know her. You might not. She worked at Camera Action for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, Stacey Woods. I don't know if you remember uh, Stacey. Do, I know of Stacey. I don't yes. think our paths crossed. No. But I do know of Stacey, yes. So Stacey Woods Photography. 
Um, she's based in Port Ferry, wedding photographer, awesome. portrait photographer, landscape photographer, absolute legend of a person. Um, yeah. Ha- have all the time in the world for stage. She's one of my dearest friends. So yeah, it's a lovely part of the world. And yeah, I've actually got a lot of good friends along that coastline now. I think about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look no, at you. no, it's... You've got your hand on the balcony. You've done it. Very I'm, well. I'm just, just leaning on my, my uh, balcony here down it at the looks beach. Like it's, uh, yeah. I can't believe the the color in this sunset's just hung around for so long. It's That's incredible. That's incredible. <laughs> just just are there. You, it's, uh... Are you living out? Uh, are you living in the uh, northern hemisphere, right up near the near the poles? And and this this whole time we're sitting there and we're going, oh, I can't believe you haven't put up an iPhone photo. Well, guess what that is. Oh, that's an iPhone photo. <laughs> right. That is an iPhone photo. I forgot that that was actually shot on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. Jason, Jason said, sing out for a coffee, mate, while you're down there. Sounds like a plan, Jason. Um, yeah. I uh, I love Port Ferry and um, there's, a, there's numerous reasons. One, the photography. Two, as I said, the off-grid stuff. And come the end of January, I will be looking for a break. Yeah. Um, the other thing, Cam, which I know this will speak to you about Port Ferry, is its golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh my lordy, what a golf course! Uh, right. Have you ever played Port Ferry, Cam? Uh, I think you know what I've actually I've actually played golf at Port Ferry, and I've actually represented the Port Ferry Penguins in cricket. Oh my goodness! I've actually played a game of cricket for them. I was I was an import. Um, yeah. Uh, Stacey's husband, uh, Steve. Uh, I don't know if I asked or he wrangled me in. I don't know, but I opened the I think I opened the bowling for him, and I remember I bowled <laughs> absolute tripe. I, bought, no. I, didn't, I just got, and I went out and made bugger all runs. Like I was meant to be, you know, some sort of special bowler. And well, I, I rocked up and ri- bowled poo. <laughs> at the risk of losing every single listener right now who's tuned in for a landscape photography show, a really quick story about the Port Ferry Golf Club. Um, they, I, I follow them on Twitter. And uh, about three or four years ago, they tweeted a very simple tweet that just said, uh, we would like to congratulate the winner of today's Stableford competition, uh, M. Leishman, with a score of 44 points off a handicap of plus seven. He's, he's a pro, isn't he? <laughs> he's from Warrnambool, Mark Leishman, who now nice. plays on the PGA Tour. And uh, I'll say that again, 44 points off a off handicap of plus, plus seven. seven. So that's not scratch, that's plus seven of scratch. Correct. That's so, the other so way. So he's actually had he's actually he's actually had about fifty three points. He's got to actually have seven birdies to break even. Oh, yeah, right. It was ridiculous. Anyway, sorry guys, we, we I digress. Yeah, I'm, I think uh, I think our numbers just went from eighteen to two. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm no, a golf no. tragic. My bad. Now, um, do we want to maybe yes. quickly open it up? I know we're getting through time. I'm in no hurry to go anywhere. I don't know what you are, but and but do we want to open up to any questions that people might have? That I'm happy or... to run this, and I'm happy to run this through to about nine thirty. So it's about okay. uh, local uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time, yeah. uh, about twenty minutes or so. So that's fine. If anyone's got any questions, anyone's got a deer cam, you want to shoot it through now. Yeah. We can do that live. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Questions about gear. Uh, mm. Questions about maybe you might be looking at buying a lens. You might be looking at you know cameras, that sort of stuff. While yeah. you're getting your questions into us, we might not get any. That's fine. That's part of the nature of the beast. I thought I'd ask you, Cam, mm-hmm. what you were looking forward to photographically in 2022. Mm, that's a good one. There's a lot of questions without notice tonight, isn't there? That's what the live show is yeah. all about, buddy. Uh, 20, <laughs> 2022, um, I've got a lot of stuff on. I've got a lot of workshops going, which is great. So yep. pretty much every one of my workshops in 2022 is going. Uh, numbers are growing. Some have sold out. Um so that that's awesome. Um, 
I think I am looking forward to shooting uh, the Flinders Ranges. I'm going to the Flinders Ranges in July and September. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting back up there. But I've been talking to a really good friend of ours, Glenn Lavender, as yes. uh, as you will know him well. Uh, the GL. The GL. A couple of, um, it's not a side of Michelle. Thank you for noticing. Um, I got shit hung on me the other day by another photographer about drinking cider. That's another story. Um, so Glyn and I were going to India last year to do a trip. Well, it looks like we're going to go do that again late next year. So if all Fantastic. goes if all goes well, November next year, Glyn and I are doing a 14-day trip to, to India. Right. Uh, and I've never been to India, um, so I don't know what I'm in for. So anyway, traveling with Glyn, who knows what I'm in for. Um, so that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. But I think, I guess, yeah, underlying, I think it's just going to be nice to hopefully get people from the big island down to this little island again. Uh, our, yeah. board, our borders open in three days. And if you don't think people are panicking down here about these borders opening, uh, it is off the charts yep. an anxious. Like everyone's, yep. just, everyone's just, you know, everyone's chomping at the bit to get down here. And everyone down here is chomping at the bit to keep the borders closed. So it's going to be a very interesting Christmas period in January and see how it all goes. I, I think it'll go fine. I think I think everyone's doing it enough these days and you know taking the, the precautions they need. Um, so, but I am looking forward to getting um, a lot of mainlanders back down. I'm actually going to. I saw Cheryl was on here. Cheryl from Perth, WA. Um, she. Uh, I'm actually going to Perth in March to run a, an Olympus day and, and also do a, a two or three day workshop with Sang Ma down in the Southwest. Uh, I might look up our old mate down there, see if he wants to catch up for a beer. Yeah. He may or may not want to catch up. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to, but I think overall it's just going to be nice to get people back from the mainland back in the Tassie and, and showcase this amazing spot. Jenny, yeah, wants to, sure. Jenny, Jenny wants to do a live show from India. Wow. Be... As long as we call it, get that India. Get that India. I was going to drop that joke before when I said I hadn't <laughs> been to India. Um, but yeah, maybe we could do a live show from India. So yeah, no, I think that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Or Ash, if you're still listening, um, we'll book you in for a couple of shows in November, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Step up, Ash. We will get we we'll keep you on standby. The check might have cleared by then. <laughs> you never know. Um, what about you? What are you looking forward to next year? Uh, well. Jeepers. Um, like most people, and like you've touched on, the, the normality, I'm looking forward to getting life getting back to normal. I'm definitely very, very much looking forward to getting my workshops back off the ground again um, and possibly even expanding them into. I, I've had the, I've been wanting to do it forever, but of course, you know, being a, you know, running two retail outlets and having a young family like yourself and Everything that goes on, you know, it's hard to find the time. Yeah. But I, I would dearly love to run a um, ballerine photography tour. I think that would be really cool because yeah. I know the ballerine peninsula really well. Um, and I can get people to the locations, a couple of secret locations, um, you know, that I've, I've um, um, you know, that I've discovered living in the local area. Mm. Uh, I, I feel like it's something I would be good at. So because I, I enjoy doing the workshops and I also enjoy talking to people and I enjoy showing off my backyard. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm talking minibus, sunrise at one place, lunch yeah. somewhere, sunset at another place, like literally a full day workshop where we um, do that sort of stuff. But 
you know, that that's that's in the back of my mind. But I think primarily it's just getting those entry-level workshops, getting people back into photography, um, creating some new customers uh, along those lines as well where people are printing their photos with me and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know we've got a quick deer cam that has just come through, so you're going to touch on that in a sec. I that. However, it is the season to be giving. Um, the giveaway that I want to do... You're giving away a Canon, aren't you? I am giving away a 16 by 24 inch canvas of one of your photos, not you, Cam, but one of oh, our right. listeners slash viewers' photos. You've seen enough of our photos, guys. I'm sure you guys have got great photos of your own that you would like to chuck up on the wall. So I'm giving you, I'm going to, I'm going to edit it for you. I'm going to print it professionally for you and I'm going to ship it to you. So um, what I'll do, well, I'm going to let this, this run for about another week. And right. if you're listening to this, but it's not live, feel free to leave a comment below that you would like a canvas print. So we want you to say, I want a canvas print. I will go through all the comments that say that and I will pick one out at random and I will send you one of your photos. You can choose whatever photo you want. And there's no hurry to do it. We can do it in January or whatever. I send you your own photo to you printed on canvas that you can chuck up on your wall. How about that? This is just the, the most amazing giveaway show of all time, isn't it? Well, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. It's the season to be an arsehole. I mean, it's the season what, to be giving. What, <laughs> what, what, what do you say on, what does Hans Gruber say on Die Hard? It's Christmas, Theo. It's the time of miracles. That's right. You don't know what you don't know. It's Christmas until you see Die Hard on TV. The best Christmas movie of all time. There will be no arguments. <clears throat> the best no. Christmas movie of all time. Well, you know what? There will be an argument. Christmas. Die Hard Two. No, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's up there. It's in the yeah, conversation. That, that's, that's it's on the podium. Good. Yeah. Okay. Die Hard. Die Hard Two. National yeah. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. All right, sounds fine. good. Yeah. Um, Ash. <laughs> Ash said he won't be able to help you in November because he's coming to India with me. So. Good. That's good. I, thought, I, I think Ash is actually going to be in Broome or somewhere. He's he's going around Australia next year. Oh, oh no, that's too. 2020. That might be 2023. I think I've got that wrong. Anyway, right. whatever. There's a few people. I, I a, reckon he's heading off at the there's end of a, There's year, a few so. people that want a canvas print, and there's also a lot of people that want a, bella, a ballerine photo tour. Awesome. Can, well, can, I, can I come to that? Yes. You can uh, run it. Why? Well, you get your, your peninsula. <laughs> True. It'd be like me. It'd be like me coming and doing a tarkine workshop. Yeah, it would be. If you like, come to Cradle Mountain and run a workshop for me. Yeah, that's um, right. A, workshop, a, water, a waterfall workshop would be cool. Keep an eye on that, Jason, because I might be running one of them down here with a, another photographer who's one of the BFOP Bright Festival of yep. Photography instructors. Yep. So, if you know Jason, talk to me, Jason, because that's another thing. Like we've got because Jason's a Port Ferry and we've got the yeah. Otways in between us. So. Um, that's something that we look look at us just spitballing and seeing what comes out. Yeah, yeah. and Kev, <laughs> Kev Kev wants another print, and Ash what? agrees with me. National Lampoons. You know what, Ash? I don't think we need Brendan in this podcast anymore. I reckon you and I could probably run this thing. Seems like we have a lot of common interests, a lot of common. Absolutely. You know, we could just have yeah. Brendan as a guest every now and then. You mean I get a week off? <laughs> well, you haven't had a week off yet, have you? No, and that, no. Well, I have only because yeah. I haven't been able to run the bloody thing. But that's yeah. all right. Yes, um, Tanina, we are going on the Franklin. I get back, uh, I think I get back a few days and then I've got to go on the Franklin. I go to India. So it's going to be a big, busy, hopefully we get back off the Franklin. But uh, yes. Um, yeah, so up in the comments, we did have waiting on an email for the India trip, Cam. It's coming, Kev, once we get everything uh, organised. Um, but Kev did, uh, Kev's a local photographer here in Hobart. This and is Kev Morse you're talking Kev about. Kev Morse and his lovely right, wife, well, Libby, who just had a wedding anniversary. 
And Kev didn't make her buy dinner. What a guy. He actually wow. bought her dinner for her. It's amazing. Nice um, are you going to you going to tee this up, eh? Well, yeah, because I read the Dear Cam's right. Oh, right it's, not, it's not Dear Brendan. It's Dear Cam. So yeah, no, this is true. This is okay. A dear Cam. This is from Kev Morse. Who's I'll, 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 act, I'll act surprised. Kev Morse, who's collecting uh, heaps of uh, royalty for that code that he invented 100 years ago, 200 years ago. Is that, um, is that a Cam. Morse code joke? Uh, you didn't have to actually say it. I think the listeners were across it. Cam, dear Cam, I tried my hand at birds in flight photography with my Olympus EM1 Mark II and 40 to 150 with 1. I'm assuming that's the 1.4 teleconverter. Yep. And failed to get focus in many cases. Any mm. tips? The tricky one, Cam. It is a tricky one. And you're not going to like my answer, Kev, because if, the, <laughs> if there's one thing that I, I'm an Olympus fanboy, I love Olympus to death. If there's one thing that lets Olympus down to me is their autofocus. It's, you know, if we, if we marry it up against the Sonys, the Canons, the Nikons, you know, you know, and you go back 10 years time, the autofocus is incredible on the Olympus, but it does seem to, and I've had the same issue shooting fast moving wildlife. It does sometimes search a bit um, and, and have a bit of an issue with it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, with, you know, shooting it, you know, probably 300 mil with a 1.4 converted. So you're shooting at 400 mil or so. Um, obviously you want to have, make sure your shutter speed was high enough. Your ISO might have to be bumped up a bit. One thing I used to do with my stuff when I was shooting Olympus and birds and, you know, formula one at Albert park, same sort of thing, fast moving objects. If you're shooting, for example, where Brendan is off the coast and you're shooting birds out, you know, flying around on there, you could always go into manual focus and set the focus to infinity because the infinity focus is probably going to, if you're, if they're a long way out and you're shooting at 400 mil, the infinity focus is probably going to catch them in, in flight and be sharp. If they're getting close or moving, you know, coming to you, then coming away, it's a different story. But um, you could try that. You could try manual focus and setting it at a further distance. Um, I know Olympus on the Mark, did he say what camera it was? The Mark II? M1 Mark II. So the Mark II, the Mark III has some of the AI features. So the auto intelligence focusing features where it actually recognizes birds and i must admit from the mark ii to the mark iii i have seen a, a considerable dif difference in improvement in the focusing on faster moving and smaller objects which begs the question can kev do a firmware upgrade to his mark ii and get that feature or is it just not available in the mark not, II that we not, know of? not that i'm aware of i don't think okay. the firmware updates so yep. so my, my option for you kev would be Again, depending on where the birds were, you could always go into manual focus and try and shoot it um, and set the, the focus to infinity if they're far enough distance away. Um, if that's not the case, then uh, you might just have to try a bit harder. Because I, I must admit, the, the, the Olympus ones, I, when I was used to do sports in Melbourne and you know birds on the, the coastline that I do down here or wallabies topping around Cradle Mountain, they, they're good, but they do miss sometimes. And... Um, you know, that's just the way they are, unfortunately. So, um, so yeah, hopefully that gives you maybe a bit of a tip, yeah. Kev, or maybe um, Kev. The only thing I would like is a little bit more information from Kev. We don't know was it low light, was it were the yeah. conditions pretty ordinary anyway. Um, always best if you can shoot, uh, particularly anything fast moving, but bird life in particular, uh, in broad daylight. So you've yeah. got maximum maximum light, so you can shoot yeah. at faster shutter speeds, of course. So um, yeah, but well, Kev, I know Kev but, just went to Norfolk Island, actually. He just got back from Norfolk Island. 
nice. maybe a couple of weeks away. Um, a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, it, it can be one of those things. Um, I always so also one thing I also change is I don't if I'm shooting birds or animals, I don't use like a crosshair or I don't use a autofocus selection of multiple points. I use a single point autofocus. So then I actually use it like I'm actually shooting a rifle or a sniper. Like I'll I'll shoot the bird with right in the middle. So sometimes that does fasten up the the shutter speed or sorry the autofocus a bit more. Um, so if you're letting the camera choose your focus point, then yeah, you might, you know, if there's a cloud or a bit of contrast difference behind the bird or the animal, it might pick up the background and not the foreground. So that's another thing, Kev, you could always put it on single point focus and, and shoot it like, like you're shooting with a gun, which sounds terrible, but same, same. Uh, theory. No, no, we get it. We yep. get it. Um, cool. And thank goodness, Kev, that we didn't just explain that whole thing in just a series of dots and dashes. <laughs> so moving right along, um, it is getting relatively close to relatively close to time. But yeah. um, I think the other main reason I wanted to do this live show tonight, because I know full well I wouldn't have had time to edit a, um, a regular show, was to thank everyone. Um, I wanted to thank everyone who has given us encouragement to continue with this little venture. Um, I can see it going places uh, in 2022. So that's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to in 2022. And that is keeping going with this show, um, exploring new avenues with this show, guest, um, guest hosts and things like that, and getting yeah. people on. Uh, off air, Cam and I uh, made a little wish list of a few photographers who we would like to see on the show. Mm. Um, so maybe we can tick a few of those off next year. And yeah. it's not, and, and I think the reasons, I know personally the reasons that we want to expand the show are nothing to do with getting clicks and likes and numbers and, and financially it's actually yeah. for the enjoyment that the show gives us um, yeah. and keeps us sort of rooted in the industry as well. Like it, it's, it's a, it's, it's a cool vibe around yeah. this joint. So um, I really like it. And uh, as I yeah. say, I wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to everyone who has tuned in, sent us a comment, hit the like button, subscribed, all that sort of malarkey. So it's been yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and who knows next year other than, camera and photo and, and, and Cam Blake photography, we, we might actually have a, a fair income sponsor on board. That'd be pretty cool. Nah, that might happen. Someone, someone who can at least cover my Adobe license to edit this frigging thing. <laughs> <laughs> Adobe, if you're looking. Uh, Kev said it was good light, shutter speed faster than the thousands of a second ISO auto. Right. Okay. What were you shooting, Kev? Were they like little fighter birds or things that don't stand still? Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. It was a, um, it was, what, what's, <laughs> like the, what's the fastest bird in the world? That, yeah, it's like, it's a, like a falcon or something. That, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll tap, tap onto that as well, Bren. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, is this the last show we're doing for the year? Have we even decided that? Or have we... I think it's highly likely we will sneak one in between Christmas and New Year because there yep. is a, there is a, like a week in there. Um, yep. And that's when things will simmer down a bit for me. So if you're available, Cam, I know. Um, you are heading my way, so maybe um, we maybe we could do it one in the same room. No, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then uh, I guess that's no. Then that would that would just Ash. Would, what are you Ash? Would, what are you What are you doing next week, Ash? Do you want to do a podcast yeah, right. together? You yeah, seem like yeah, you want to hang out. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I, think that, I think that would be awkward. I think we would literally have to go into a room. We would like, next to yeah. Yeah, we yeah, wouldn't be able so. to do it. Um, yeah, and, and again, I want to thank everyone um, who subscribed. Like I said, we've got 200 odd people that subscribe, which is, again, there's a lot more than what we thought. Um, as you touched on, Brands, this is not about 
us trying to make money. It's it's nice if people buy Prince Office or book a workshop. That's that's just an added bonus. But it's more about just getting the conversation out there about photography, landscape photography, uh, talking about gear. You know, we're just two normal blokes who work in the industry. You know, and we check our egos at the door most days, and we just enjoy what we're doing. So I think we'll get another show in before the end of the year. Uh, but again, yeah, next next year, I'm looking forward to it. We get maybe get some extra guests on here. Uh, a sponsor would be great. Um, and I'd love to get um, a workshop or a day trip or a weekend trip going together up your way. That'd be awesome. Just yeah, definitely. Pop, pop, pop. And, and, and likewise, some, mm. some dude's got to get his ass down to Tasmania. Yeah, there's a lot of asses that need to get down to Tasmania that I know of that yeah. don't come down. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's how it is. Um, so, yeah, thank you for everyone who listens in. And uh, I, I, loved, I loved the banter and I love the engagement from a lot of our regulars. I think that's great. And if we can grow on that, uh, even better. But uh, hopefully, if we don't do another show before Christmas, hopefully everyone has a, a wonderful, safe and happy Christmas with all their families. And um, hopefully Santa brings you a nice big new lens or a tripod or yeah. an Olympus. So... Or a canvas print. Um, Who, who's Olympus? Who's this Olympus you speak uh, of? OM Systems. Kev said, yeah. thanks, Cam. Maybe I should get a longer lens for my Canon R6. It's going to take a while for the whole OM system thing to... I, I, I Personally, nothing against OM yeah. Systems. I think it's a shocking name. <laughs> I really don't. It, it, it doesn't work, it's does it? It's not going to grow on anything, is it? OM nah. System. What even is that? I mean, Yeah, I, I don't get what it is. Uh, if they just called it OM or OM Cameras yeah. or something like that, yeah, OM, yeah. OM photographics Maybe. or something like that, or yeah, yeah, but um, OM system, it doesn't, it, yeah, no, I yeah. don't know, it's it's just a doesn't, do, it sounds more like a you know, a, an Xbox or something rather yeah. than, yeah. But having anyway, said that, having having said that, thank you so much to the OM system guys who <laughs> yes. who, who support me heavily throughout the year. Yes. Um, and yes. like let I said, me, let me just put out that little fire that I started. Look, look, there's, 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 an asterisk, there's an asterisk down the bottom. Um, just having said that, quick quickly, if anyone's interested on my website, I've actually just put up a whole heap of Olympus days down here in Tassie. So there's about six or seven we're doing across next year. Uh, they're single days. I've got a whole kit of system days. OM system days. They're still called Olympus days, but that's that's for now. <laughs> um, so if you're interested, you want to come down to Tassie for a, a quick weekend, check out the dates. We're going to all sort of corners of them. Uh, but yeah, it's been a great year, and I'm I'm really happy we did this, Brens. I think it's um, OM digital. Is it OM digital? Yeah, it is OM. That's a better idea, is Craig. It? No, yeah, it's Craig. It should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like I said. I'm in Melbourne from the 22nd to the 28th. Uh, if you if you're around the, the Melbourne area, or let me know if I always have to catch up for a bit. Can we have a beer in Melbourne? What are you allowed to do? Oh, mate, it's open slather in Melbourne, mate. Oh, is it? We're, okay, we're we're, we're, like, like, we're at like we're at like ninety seven percent or something. Oh, right, <laughs> so you it's do the wild, you want, really. it's the wild wild west. Mate, so, there's even going to be a streaker at the Boxing Day test. I think it's a really proper open slather now. You, heard, hey, Hobart's got a test. That's brilliant, that uh, and brilliant. that's the only place it should have gone to as well. Absolutely. Um, Agree. This malarkey of giving the MCG another test. No, yeah. Senator Hobart's a wonderful test venue. Yeah, it'll get um, washed out, but it's a great venue. Well, it's a pink ball test as well. Look, it here is. we go. We've gone into yeah. sport, which is our other love. <laughs> this is Jess, not the down south sport show. Jess, Jesse says they still call Woolworth Safeway. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a, here's a fun fact for you, Jesse. They used to call Safeway down here Purity. It, it just sounds wrong. I'm not shopping at Purity. It sounds like you're shopping for something that's got nothing to do with groceries. Maybe Olympus should call themselves Purity. <laughs> OM Purity. Right. Better than yeah. better than OM System. 
I'm sorry, Man, I can't I, say that anymore. I've still got some beer left. I'm, I'm burning bridges for you. I'm sorry. Oh, you, you, you sell Olympus cameras. You can't I do. I sell bridge. a lot of Olympus cameras. Well, I sell oh, a few. I reckon I sell more than you. You probably do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that look at that. That's that's how good my night's going. Oh dear, that's got a head like a beaten favorite. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, again, thanks for everyone. It's been awesome. Um, I'm not closing the show. Brendan does that, but we'll hopefully get back for a show before the end of the year. But if not, have a great Christmas and uh, all that kind yes. of jazz. Mm. Um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Happy Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you all, to you and yep. yours and your family. Stay safe all that sort of stuff. We will sneak a show in between Christmas and New Year, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to roll into 2022 with the Down South Photo Show coming at you in your face and in your ears for another year. Um, yeah. <clears throat> really looking forward to continuing this on. So um, yep. that's all from you, Cam. That is. I'll give you a call straight after this so we can debrief because I know I'll have to end this live. One. We don't want to debrief live. I don't think that goes down well. No, no, it doesn't work well if we debrief live. No, it doesn't. But uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, everyone, hopefully yeah. everyone's enjoyed it. Um, it's been great to Sounds catch like up. we're about to have an after-party cam, are we? Is <laughs> well, if, if, this, if this ever gets proper, it will. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Lovely. Nice one. All right, great. Good, guys. Hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in and giving up the Sunday night. Um, we shall see you between Christmas and New Year. Cam's going to try and sign us off. Let's see how he goes. Adios, amigos. <laughs>